what up what up what up welcome back to the scorecard the boxing scorecard where i ask people to bring your scorecard and an explanation not just simply your opinion so a couple of main events last night but uh the one main event that we're going to be uh, speaking of the scorecard was between frank martin and michelle rivera as we pull up the picks thank you very much um so to give you the specific stats on each guy let me pull it up let me pull up the box red so michelle rivera his nickname is la zarza ali la zarza ali his full name is michelle rivera medina and he comes from santo domingo republica dominicana <laughs> with a record of 24 wins with 14 ko's his uh, his only loss coming last night. Um, yeah, what does that nickname mean? La La Zarza Ali. Now he the the persona that he picks up is is looking like Muhammad Ali. Um, he even has his haircut. Like me, this picture right here doesn't kind of looks like him, but his haircut he has the exact same haircut. He actually has Ali on his shorts and the same color white shorts with the black trim that Muhammad Ali has, and he actually boxes like his footwork the way he bounces around and gets back to the center of the ring it's it's exactly how ali used to do it so you know that's that's kind of caught my attention at first and he is a very good boxer he went up against frank martin um oh yeah this was at the 135 pound division one of the toughest divisions in boxing um so a good showdown between two young guys that are that are coming up uh frank martin has a record has a record of 17 wins 12 ko's zero losses come on man don't freeze up on me now um zero losses frank lamar martin martin nicknamed the ghost birthplace detroit michigan train uh, is it says his residence is indiana but i know he trains with derrick james in texas derrick james by the way one of the most underrated coaches in boston today um that was one of the main reasons why i thought what i think helped frank martin get to this level a couple of years ago nobody was really talking about frank martin started working with derrick james and his career just took off um derrick james has in case you didn't know has earl spence jr and uh i don't know if it's jr but anyways he has earl spence and jermel charlo undisputed champion at 154 pounds and he has frank martin looking as one of the top guys in his division too so Derek James does not get enough. He's not talked about enough as one of the great coaches in the sport today. All right, back to the fight. So the final scorecard was uh, the three judges had it. It was unanimous for, for Martin. One judge had it 120 to 107. One another judge had it 117 to 110. And the third judge had it exactly how I scored it, 118 to 109. Uh, now, <laughs> because I'm using my phone to, to do this, I can't go to, to, um, to the actual scorecard to, to give you my specific notes between each round. Um, but I do have the scorecard to, 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 to say which rounds I scored for who. Um, so let me pull it up here. Let me pull it up. Where are you at? Where are you at? <clears throat> so round one, round one I gave to, uh, to, to Rivera and from my somewhat photographic memory the notes that i wrote for round one was that michelle rivera i told you how 
he tries to, to to be like Ali as far as the boxing wise and keeping his punches far on the outside. Very good with his long straight punches, very good jabs and the straight cross. He lands both of them at full extension. The one thing that I that I did see from him from watching his other fights, watching his other fights, is that he doesn't he's not the best as at looking comfortable on the inside. Now I'm not sure if that's a project of his coaches not really emphasizing fighting on the inside. Um or just him not wanting to do it. Because a lot of times when he gets caught up, instead of trying to fighting fighting his way out, not that you have to stay there, but y- you should have somewhat knowledge of how to fight on the inside to get out, just to show the person you're not going to bully me. Um, very good, accurate jab by Martin here. That was his main thing that was getting him off for the whole fight. Second round, I gave it to Martin. I felt that Martin, um, and the other thing, that's, that's what I forgot. The first round, Rivera is the taller, longer person. Martin is shorter with the shorter reach. So as the shorter boxer, usually in that first round, it takes you a minute to uh, to, to adjust to whatever distance you're going to have to be at, um, especially against a person that knows how to use their reach. Not all not all taller, longer people, just because you have a taller, longer reach does not automatically mean you're going to have the advantage. You have to have like a what I like to call an educated jab, knowing how to use that, that length and reach. Not all boxers know how to do that Rivera is very good at doing that so it took Martin that first round to adjust to what distance he was going to be at second round I gave to Martin I thought he adjusted better and landed the better counter punches after adjusting to to Rivera's distance the third round there was a lot of close rounds the third round I gave it to Rivera it marked it as a close round um the fourth round I, I believe I got this. I have the the score. I'm looking at the scorecards, but I don't have my notes from in between each score. So, round from round four until the rest of the fight. <laughs> from round four until the rest of the fight, I gave to Martin. Round seven is where he knocked him down with a with a perfect perfect counter. Um, he's trying to refresh my memory here because Michelle, what he was doing, he was he was. He was doing his job, doing good on keeping Martin from the outside, but it just wasn't enough. Um, this was a knockdown in, in the seventh round here where, where Martin um, caught him. Rivera tried to come with an overhand straight right. Not an overhand straight, it was just a straight punch. Martin, as a southpaw, kind of slipped it and came with his, with, his, with, his, uh, with his own left hand, which was very accurate. Um, I just think throughout the fight, as the rounds were getting were getting – more like i said there was a lot of close rounds but martin the advantages that he had was his footwork and his accurate and clear counter punching skills it wasn't just it wasn't just that he was landing the punches because rivera rivera was doing a good job from the outside but sometimes he just wasn't wasn't doing it enough and what was making him slow down was martin's good footwork martin's very good footwork um, good footwork, which puts him in a better position to land punches for offense, and then good footwork, which gets you in a better better position to get out of the way of punches too. So you know when I when I talk about boxers having very good footwork, it's not just simply you know just being able to to, to get away from from your opponent. It's what type of footwork. It's it's specific footwork footwork to get in a better position to land a specific punch where you want whether you want to be on the outside because that's the other good thing that martin was doing too um 
he didn't always have to he's the shorter boxer but he didn't always have to fight he wasn't always winning on the inside he was actually winning on the outside too by leaning back on his back leg not not just simply leaning back like bending his back backwards but just get barely getting out of leaning out of the way of Rivera's straight punches when he was catching them Martin in that southpaw stance in that southpaw stance he was mixing up his defense too not just sometimes he would keep his hands up he did have his, his elbow up just a little bit extra a little bit extra but uh, um Rivera was not taking advantage of that um so if there's one thing I could say to clean up was was uh with Martin was just that keeping that right elbow down for his defense but again when he was keeping his hand up even as the shorter guy he was landing more he was landing more just from just from knowing that distance and again it's always harder as the shorter person to adjust to the to the taller range of uh you know to the distance of the of the taller person especially against someone like Rivera who knows how to use his uh his length and distance uh what other rounds here yeah so there was a lot of close rounds like even though the the, the scorecard shows you know it was clear for martin like i said between rounds four to probably eight not every round but there was a lot of close rounds in there where it could have went either way and i and another thing that that separated martin was his defense if you can not just simply block the person's punches, but slip and make them miss, it makes it, it makes it more clear to the judges. The same thing, the same way how on offense, when you land clear punches that either make the person's head like turn sideways or snap back, as opposed to when someone has their hands up and you can still land in between there, those are not always clean punches that the judges can can see. But the the clean punches that you land that makes the person's head turn or physically move back. Those are more clear. That's for offense. On defense, which is the reason why I'm bringing this up now, because this is what Martin was doing. Nice, accurate right hook that he was that he landed right here. Um, but the way that you can score points on on with your defense is by when your opponent throws by clearly making them miss, like where they you know almost go past you because they because they because um, it looked like it would have landed, but you just barely got out of the way or ducking under. These are clear things to, to show your, your, your superior skill when it comes to defense, too, and it makes it clear to the judges. That's how you can score points with the judges, too, not just scoring on offense, but showing that when your opponent is trying their hardest and throwing their hardest, they, can't, they can barely touch you. Um, that counts towards the scorecard, too. So that's what I was looking at from, from Frank Martin. And again, I'm, I have to give credit to, to Derek James, but I don't think coaches get enough credit in, in, in boxing today for, uh, for helping boxers out, especially when they, when they, when they change them around. Um, again, Derek James has Earl Spence and Jamel Charlo undisputed um, in his weight class. Frank Martin looks like, he looks like he's just as good as all the top guys in there. Now I'm going to pull up the rankings. Let me pull up the rankings here, the lightweight division. Of course, Devin Haney is the undisputed king at light at lightweight. Um, but there's a lot of sharks waiting to come up. We got Lomachenko, we got Gerante Davis, Ryan Garcia. Why is Ryan Garcia number three? He does not deserve to be number three. No, 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 no. Um 
Martin, if anything, Martin should be up there. Garcia should be down, not even in the top five. Garcia's talking about he doesn't want to tune up. He's not going to fight a tune. He's going to go right into the tank fight. No, nah, man, this guy, I don't know who this guy thinks he is, but Garcia needs to get in the ring and just stop talking. Um, so as far as the rankings, the WBO has um, Lomachenko. Who's in the top? Who's in the, okay, the WBO is the first, it's going to name the top five. Lomachenko, Shakur Stevenson, who I believe should be number one, not number two. Lomachenko, Stevenson, Isaac Cruz. It's funny because a lot of people try to talk trash about Isaac Cruz, but in all the rankings, the rankings know that he's good because all the rankings have him in their top five. He put up a good fight against Gervonta Davis. Gervonta Davis boxed him, broke his hand in, in early in the fight and still and still was able to, to, to outbox Cruz, which shows you Davis's boxing skills. Dennis Baranchik is number four. A couple of Mexicans, William Zapata and Angel Fierro is number five. Um, IBF, we got Lomachenko at number three. Number two is vacant. Isaac Cruz, Shakur Stevenson, Michel Rivera. George Cambosis, number seven. Let's move down. That was IBF. Um, so we see some of the most of the same names. Who we got here? WBC has Lomachenko, Isaac Cruz, Shakur Stevenson, Zepeda, Cambosis. WBA has Ryan Garcia, number one. What the F? Get out of here. Let's see again. Garcia is good, man. But this guy, he's more, I, see, I hear more about him talking on social media than in the ring. So I don't. He can be in the top ten, but not top five, just for his, just simply because of his inactivity. Anyways, WBA, we still got uh, Michel Rivera, Zepeda, Lomachenko, Stevenson at number five. Why is Stevenson at number five at all these? Stevenson should be top one, two, three at the most. Um, well, I guess maybe because th- he's just recently moving up to 135. Maybe maybe that's the reason why. But Stevenson should not be any lower than five, even as he's moving up because of how good he looks. Same way how they give extra points to uh, to Lomachenko for that for that stuff. Um, well, I moved down. I moved down. Is there any questions or comments in the comment section? I'm using my phone here, so it's kind of hard to uh, navigate around um you can get those pictures up one more time um just to talk about not going to talk for too long but just to go through who where each fighter is going to go from here um mr michel rivera he still has a good career ahead of him i i can see him going up against uh how about michel rivera versus a versus a george cambosis or a um Wait, maybe not. They, they, they probably. I don't know. It depends. This guy, this, this guy from Japan, Yoshino, sixteen and all. He's ranked number six. That'd be a good, a good, um, a good fight between these two guys because that this would that would be a good chance for Yoshino from Japan to to make a name for himself against Rivera, and uh, Rivera could get back in 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 you know in the good books by being a guy that's that's top six. Jermaine Ortiz also. Ivan Medi, um, yeah, man, those those would all be good fights. Also, Michelle Rivera could um, go against who else? Jezreel. We got Jezreel Corrales, Isaac Cruz, Chris Colbert. 
Chris Colbert is another one that it's going to be interesting to see his next match because he, um, Chris Colbert was upset by Hector Garcia. Hector Garcia, that's the guy that Javante Davis, Javante Davis is going to be fighting in early January, who I said is not going to be easy, an easy fight for, for Davis. This guy, Hector Garcia is one of those guys, people are going to chop trash and act like, like, um, like, He's not good, but he's he's very good. He's very good. I'm obviously I'm still picking Davis Davis to win, but it's not going to be a tough. I'm not going to be an easy fight for for Javante Davis. Um, another fight for who else? Who else can Michelle have there to go up against? Well, who else we got? Who else we got? Yeah, Dennis Baranchek could take him on at uh, Dennis Baranchek, Isaac Cruz. There's a couple, a couple of good fights that 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 would get Michelle Rivera back in the mix. As for Mr. Martin, very big win from here. Um, he's just simply just moving up in the ranks because he wasn't even Frank Martin. As what I'm seeing here, was not even really in the top in the top uh, ten in, in some of these some of these rankings here and some of these rankings. I do not see his name. Frank Martin, Frank Martin, where he at? No. Oh yeah, well WBA WBA has Frank had Frank Martin all the way at number ten. They had him all the way at number ten. That that better change after after tomorrow. Yes, especially after so before last night, the WB had Michelle Rivera at number two and Frank Martin at number ten. Now with that dominating win, that that should definitely move move Frank Martin to at least six or five. Because I'd place him to beat, I place him to beat any of these guys in front of him, except for right but the guys that are in front of him are Yurik Mamedov from Russia, from France, Chris Colbert, Isaac Cruz, Jezreel Corrales. I Frank Martin would be in the fight against all those guys. What is this other one over here? WBC. Where's Frank Frank Martin's name in the WBC? Frank Martin's name is not even in the top fifteen. That is disrespectful. The WBC did not even have Frank Martin in their top 15. But where did they have Rivera? But they had Rivera in, at number nine. Oh, yeah. This is going to be very interesting to see where, where Frank Martin uh, finds himself in the shuffle in the rankings now over that dominating win last night. Um, well, sorry. It wasn't super dominating. He clearly won. There's a lot of close rounds, but he he won all all. Mo- all those close rounds, he won all most of the close rounds at least. Uh, IBF, where's Frank Martin in the IBF? The IBF has Michelle Michelle Rivera at number six, and they don't even have Frank Martin ranked at all. Wow, disrespect! Not even in the top fifteen. That is disrespectful. Frank Martin better be in all these guys. If he's not in your top, their top fifteen, he better be in the, at least top ten by tomorrow. And the WBO has Rivera at number 10 and not even ranked Frank Martin at all. Wow. This this was a big win for, for Frank Martin. I'm gonna check these rankings again in a couple of days, and they better have Frank Martin in at least at least number 10, no less than number 10. Which means that he'll 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 have a few more um a few more adjustment fights. I will soon call it adjustment fights, but a few more fights against guys that are like ranked six, seven, eight. 
that he can show even, you know, get get even more, a little bit of more of a tune-up before he takes on uh, before he takes on the big dogs. Um, so yeah, Frank Martin definitely has a good career ahead, ahead of him. What is his uh, what is his record right now? Frank Martin is seventeen. Yeah, seventeen wins, two two uh, twelve uh, twelve knockouts, zero losses, and has one of the best coaches in this all of boxing today with Derek James. So things are looking good. Things are looking good. Um, and with with Michel Rivera again, he didn't. Um, you know, he didn't look bad. It was it was more around rounds like nine, ten, eleven, the last four rounds of the fight. His pace looked like it was slowing down. He was still trying. Rivera was still trying. It's not like he was just on full retreat mode, backing up because he was still coming forward. That's why that's why Martin was able to counterpunch him so good. Martin was on point with his counterpunching, accurate and clear. Not just randomly throwing just to throw, just because you see your opponent throwing, but his punches were accurate and clear landing. Um, but um, but Rivera never gave up, right? You know, even up until the last the last couple of rounds where he was losing clearly, he was still at least trying. He was still at least trying. Eleventh round, Martin looked like he was trying to stop him, uh, but uh, but he couldn't do that. So. In his 17 wins, Martin has 12 KOs. 12 KOs. What is the percentage on that? 70% KO rating. Um, you know, so he does have power. Not really known as a knockout artist. So, you know, going to be interesting to see how that power that power carries as he uh, not moves not moves up in weight, but moves into the upper to the better fighters at that weight class. That uh, that will either be able to handle his power or have the defense to to not get hit with his power, with those with those shots there, with his accurate counter punching. Because that's what it was, man. It wasn't Frank Martin is one of those guys. It's it's not um, you know he, he's not one of those one punch devastating KO artists like some guys in the sport like Wilder or, or Tank Davis who can get you out there with just one shot. Um, but I think his main, his one of his number one skills is his counter punching, his ability to counter punch. Anybody can counter punch, but his ability to do it with speed, accuracy, and just landing clean. Good forework to get yourself, like I said, good forework to get yourself in offense to, to, to land a punch and offense and defense to get out of the way. Frank Martin, those are the, the small intangibles that's the right word the small intangibles that frank martin has uh, um that i believe is going to help him be a very tough competitor against any of those top guys at 135 again i think it's disrespectful that he is not even in the top 10 and like three out of the four frank uh, ib who's this wba is the only one that had frank martin in their in their top 10 right WBC, Frank Martin, WBC didn't even have him. Who's this guy? There's a Canadian named Chan Thompson. Thompson, you gotta keep an eye on him. That's number fourteen. Anyways, WBC, WBA is the only ranking that had Frank Martin in their top ten. WBC did not even have him in their top fifteen. 
IBF did not even have him in the top 15, and WBO did not even have them have Frank Martin in the in the top 15. So, and the, and each of those bodies, each of those uh, uh, rankings had Mitchell Rivera rankings, except no, yeah, all of them did. All of them had Mitchell Rivera in their top 10, but not that Frank Martin, not even the top 15. So, yeah, 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 a very, a very big win for Frank Martin last night. That was the biggest win of his career so far. So much respect to him and much respect to, to Derek James for getting him to that to that level. Yeah. Again, I'm using my phone, so I don't know if there's any. His coach. Oh, here we got some comments in here. Um, his cousin is Al Simmons. Hell Spawn. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for chiming in. His coach doesn't know how to make adjustments. Michelle Rivera needs to improve his footwork. Michel Rivera couldn't make the weight he felt. He fell to the floor before the fight. And even as his father said on Instagram, I think he's going to move up to 140. Interesting, interesting. Um, okay, so let's take that one at a time. As far as uh, as far as the weight, I didn't see the I didn't see the I, I saw the weight and I didn't see him fall to the floor. But um, you know, if he did have trouble making weight, that's you know, those are things you have to work out before you sign the contract. Man, you can't uh, you can't sign the contract, go through all all these months of training, talk all that trash in the press conference. And then all of a sudden you lose your fight and talking about you were drained and you can't make the weight anymore. That's, that's, you know, it makes it hard for people to believe you the next time that you're out when you're, when you're in your press conference, when you're in your press conference and talking, you know, you gotta, you gotta be, you can't, you can't say that after. So I don't know about the whole weight thing. Um, if he is, if that's the case, if, if Rivera plans on moving up to uh this was at 135 if he plans on moving up to 140 he better make sure he works on on that defense on his inside fighting and uh and and using that muhammad ali footwork that he likes to copy so much because moving up to 140 you know there's some people that feel better when they don't have to cut so much weight when they move up but there's also some some different sharks up at up at 142 um Zapata, Jose Zapata, Regis Prograce, Ramirez, Lopez, Gary Antoine Russell. <laughs> so 140 is not uh, not no easy work either. So you got to be careful what you what you're doing. Um, Michelle Rivera needs to improve his footwork. It's really I wouldn't say it was his footwork. I would say more it's his inside fighting defense. Um, you can say you can say the foot, well, you know you can say the footwork as far as uh, um, maybe like the lateral movement side to side because when when Martin was able to counterpunch him, it was really Martin that was that was working hard to to, to land those counterpunches on uh, on Ramir on Rivera. It was really it was really the footwork. It's really the footwork from uh, from Frank Martin that was doing the job. So, you know, I guess Rivera could work on that on that footwork just with the lateral movement to not let himself get cut off. Um, to not let himself get cut off like he did a few times. His coach doesn't know how to make adjustments. Now, that's the one thing that, that I was kind of questioning about Rivera, you know, because um, I noticed that in his other fights too, that 
he's very good from the outside with his long straight punches at full extension. But if you can get on the inside of him, he doesn't always want to fight his way out. He'll, he'll more hold on. He'll hold on and um, and wait kind of one of those people that waits for the referee to break it up as opposed to, to fighting his way out. Uh, I say all the time, you don't want to, you know, you want to do what you what your advantage is for most of the time, but that's what adjustments are for. That's what you're talking about. That's what adjustments. If your plan A is not working, you got to be able to adjust and go to a plan B. So plan A was working for a bit, but um, once Martin, you know, once Martin figured out Rivera's plan A, which was to stay on the outside and stay nice and long, once Martin figured out his distance and adjusted to that distance, that's when that's when Martin kind of took over the fight. Once again, there was a lot of close rounds, but Martin won a lot of those close rounds that uh, that still could have could have went either way. So with that being said, Rivera was still in the fight. Um, again, I'm not in his body, so I'm just saying if you, if you're gonna really move up to 100, move up weight classes, make sure you're you work on some inside defense. And um, and just make just making sure that you you have enough power to move up to actually let's let's check out let me go back to box rec let us check Mr Rivera's knockouts how many knockouts does Michelle Rivera have pulling it up right now he has fourteen knockouts in twenty four fights so not exactly known as a as a power puncher himself. That's only a 56% KO rating. Um, so, again, if you're going to be moving up weight classes, two things that have to move up with you, not both of them, but one or the other, your power has to move up. If, you, if your power doesn't move up, move up with you, you're, you have to be able to maintain your skills, your speed and your skills to be able to keep those stronger guys off you from landing on you. So he's going to have uh, some tough questions to answer, Mr. Mister Rivera. Gonna have some tough questions to answer on um, you know when when he plans on moving up in weight classes. Thank you, Al Simmons, Hell Spawn for the comments. Any other comments, questions, or suggestions? Anybody watch the fight, score the fight? Um, <clears throat> nope, that's it for now. That's it for now. Next week, not sure we got next week, but you know we'll be back. Shout out to Talk and Fight number one boxing channel on youtube shout out to my other youtube channel cedric sports you can find us on uh if you can't watch the show live you can watch it on any podcast platform make sure you like share subscribe to talk and fight on youtube and check out the website too 24 hours a day every day boxing news boxing updates different boxing shows different boxing hosts that's the special thing about this talk and fight network you know, a lot of a lot of other channels they have a lot of other channels have multiple shows, but it's always the same people talking. The the thing that separates talk and fight from everybody else is that we have multiple different shows with multiple different hosts talking about multiple different subjects, whether it's the you know history history the history of boxing, the women's side of boxing, the business side of boxing, or just the fights in general. Talk and Fight, the number one source for your uh, boxing news on the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm going to see you guys next week with another scorecard. You could catch me on any social media at Cedric Sports, at C-E-D-R-I-C Sports.
All right, man. Peace. See you next week.